In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Election results from yesterday. Two new faces will join the St. Joseph City Commission. Top three vote-getters in yesterday's election were incumbent Brooke Thomas and newcomers Tess Ulrey and Michael Fernandez. Because they gained the most votes, Thomas and Ulrey have won four-year terms, while Fernandez will serve a two-year term. The three will take their seats on the commission at 7.30 p.m. next Monday. From there, the city commission will have to appoint one of its own to serve as mayor. In Benton Harbor, Marcus Mohammed was re-elected mayor. Elected to at-large city commission seats were Edward Isom and Emma Kennard, both by small margins over their challengers. Kennard won his seat by just three votes over the next top vote-getter, Mary Alice Adams. Sharon Henderson was re-elected as commissioner in Ward 1, and Satana Warren was elected commissioner in Ward 2. Elsewhere in Berrien County, a school bond proposal in Watervliet was rejected by voters. We saw township voters approve to fire department millage, and Benton Harbor's general operating millage was renewed. In Van Buren County, Annie Brown is the new mayor of South Haven. She edged out Joe Reeser in the elections. Elected to South Haven City Council were Letitia Wilkins, Jeff Arnold, and Mary Hosley. In Hartford, Richard Hall was elected mayor. School bond proposals were approved in Decatur, Hartford, Lawrence, and Goebbels. A fire millage was approved in Goebbels. In other news, Benton Harbor Area School Superintendent Kelvin Butts introduced himself to the Benton Harbor City Commission this week, saying the district has big plans now that its debt to the state of Michigan has been forgiven. Butts said the boilers at the high school and at Fair Plain East Elementary will be replaced in June of next year. I want to assure you that we have a backup plan in place in case those fail during the wintertime. We already have those secured. But that's not the only facilities plan Butts has in mind. We are moving forward with a uh, master's facilities plan. In the past, there have been needs assessment done for the district. I think we're beyond what we need. It's now time to chart a path on moving forward. I will be bringing that to the board so that the board can vote on that very soon. Now that the district's debts are cleared, it can seek bonds for improvements at a more reasonable rate. Butts told commissioners he seeks to make Benton Harbor the best school district in the county and called on parents, students, and the community to work together toward that goal. The U.S. House has voted to censure Democratic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib for her rhetoric about the ongoing Israel-Hamas war. A final vote on the measure took place Tuesday night. Supporting Tlaib's censure was Congressman Tim Wahlberg, who opposed a previous effort to censure her. Wahlberg says this time around, Tlaib posted a video using a phrase widely known as a genocidal call to arms on Twitter. Tlaib also included these comments. Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one. We will remember in 2024. Wahlberg says he previously defended Tlaib's right to free speech, but her video calls for violence. He goes on to say despite her claim, this phrase is not an aspirational call for peaceful coexistence, especially as it was shown shortly after another slogan, no peace on stolen land. Wahlberg also called on Governor Whitmer to condemn the genocidal and anti-Semitic language used at a rally on October 10 in Dearborn just a few days after the Hamas rampage in Israel killed more than 1,400 people. Congressman Bill Heisinger joined Wahlberg in censuring Tlaib. Benton Harbor City Commissioners have approved a resolution of support for the Berrien County Trails Master Plan, but not without some discussion. At a Monday meeting, they were asked to express their support for the Friends of Berrien County Trails document. However, Commissioner Mary Alice Adams questioned why the commission would back such a plan when the city has its own master plan that covers trails. She wondered if this was a pretext for a takeover of Benton Harbor assets. Something about this just don't look right. And it looks like we're turning something over to, I mean, we're partnershipping with, with all of these communities. Where's their money within the pot? 
Assistant City Mayor Alex Little said this is only to give the Friends of Berrien County Trails support as they seek grants to expand and connect trails. There's no property being exchanged as a part of this. Nobody's plan is being negatively impacted as a result of this. Little said Friends of Berrien County Trails created its master plan to meet a condition laid out for many grants that the recipient have a master plan. Commissioner Juanita Henry said Benton Harbor's trails don't connect to the trails of other communities. In the end, the commission approved the resolution with Commissioners Henry and Ethel Clark Griffin voting no. South Haven City Council has selected the design for the new 2024 through 2027 beach parking stickers. At a meeting this week, City Manager Kate Hosier said a committee consisting of the mayor, the mayor pro tem, and a DDA representative looked over several designs created by local artists Jen Sistruck and Luke Thompson. They narrowed the choices down to two. We've got B, which is the South Haven Beach Parking Pass, very vibrant, very colorful. This would be the horizontal. And then item design E, which is similar to the vertical design that we have now, but a very unique color we haven't seen before, which is that nice turquoise. Council member Wendy Onuki liked option B. I like the horizontal one. I think it's different and fun. I mean, I like both of them, but that one draws my attention. Design B incorporates the South Haven Piers. In the far distance, Friends Goodwill, the iconic vessel found in South Haven's port, can be seen off the South Pier Lighthouse. The rest of the council agreed with Anuki, and Option B was selected. Hozier said Option E could still be considered the next time the council has to pick a past design. Retired Congressman Fred Upton says the No Labels movement will hold a convention next year to nominate a candidate for president. Speaking to Michael Patrick Shields on Michigan's Big Show yesterday, Upton said the group is seeking to prevent a repeat of history. 70% of the folks don't want a Trump-Biden rematch for a whole bunch of different reasons. So let's give voters a choice. And that's what No Labels is about, and just trying to get on the ballot right now. That's our our main focus. Upton said so far No Labels has secured a spot on the ballots of 12 states. We're just looking for access to states' ballots. And then if, in fact, it's Trump and Biden, we'll turn it over to whoever the candidate will be. They'll run the campaign. It's not going to be No Labels, or we're not going to run it presidential campaign. The plan is to run a Republican for president and a Democrat for vice president. The No Labels platform calls for a secure border, fiscal responsibility, and a strong defense. Upton said it'll likely hold its convention in March in Dallas. He said the group has polled 80,000 voters and learned the people do not want a repeat of the last election matchup of Biden and Trump. St. Joseph Today is planning to kick off its annual winter celebrations this month. Events manager Danielle Crevier tells us November 17 will be the day for the three big events, Luminaries, Window Wonderland, and Countdown to New Year. She says Window Wonderland was moved up this year. Previously, Window Wonderland was that first weekend in December, but we moved it up to Luminary a couple weeks early because the downtown merchants and the storefronts, they just decorate early in November to mid-November. So we really wanted to give them some extra love as they reveal those windows. Downtown businesses create displays in their front windows for all to enjoy. Meanwhile, luminaries always attract a large crowd. As Crevier says, St. Joe Today works with partners to get the whole downtown basking in warm light. We've got just over a 1,000 luminaries that will go out throughout downtown along State Street and the side streets. We've got across on Main on the east side by the market and Silver Harbor Brewing as well. And then usually Silver Harbor does the stairs. So it is just a beautiful night to come downtown and walk around. And Crevier says the countdown to New Year kicks off November 17. As part of that promotion, you can drop off your receipt from any St. Joe Today member business and be put in the running for a gift card. 
The countdown runs through December 17. The events, November 17, start at 5 p.m. And preview, more fun, heading into December with Light Up the Bluff, set for December 1. And as Michiganders make plans for holiday travel and get-togethers, the American Heart Association is reminding people of the need to be vigilant to recognize strokes, something nearly 190,000 Michiganders experience each year. Dr. Peter Panagos, an emergency medicine and neurology doctor at Washington University, says in cases of stroke, it's important to act fast. F-A-S-T means facial asymmetry, kind of an abnormal facial droop. A for arm weakness, unable to hold your arm up. And then the S, speech difficulty. The speech is slurred or difficult to comprehend. And then T is time to call 911. Panago says it's important to identify your risk factors, things like unrecognized or poorly treated high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, lack of exercise, and use of tobacco products should be discussed with your doctor. He says the best treatment for stroke is prevention. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.